The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, look at that. It's 206 on a very windy. You know what? If you're outside, it's minus 20, but it feels like minus 30 here on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. I'm Andrew Gross. That's Jaylen Nye sitting across from and me. And it's... There you go. I almost forgot. We were out together last night. uh, Double date, if you will. Double date. It was like um, times five, ten, fifty, whatever it was. We met the great crew coming along with us on our uh, winter getaway. Great to see so many faces that we've seen from the years past. Great to see so many new people. In fact, there were couples that yesterday... Booked to their yesterday. Trip. There was like two what, two couples and one fella. Uh, yeah, a total of awesome. that's right, a total of five people. And I don't know what caused them to do it yesterday. Perhaps the meal last night was the selling point for them. I don't know. It was a good meal, by the way. Do um, I have a pen in my hair somewhere? No, weird question, but no. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. It was nice to meet the group. I like this group. I've liked all the groups we've gone with, but. Uh, or maybe I'm just becoming more sociable. I don't know, but it just uh, seems well, like a, a fun group. I walked in, you were sitting at the end of the table with your friends. Yes. <laughs> now, some of which I met on previous oh, listener yeah. trips, so they're not <laughs> friends that I talked into taking the trip with. <laughs> Oz and Michelle, I didn't know before they went on a trip yeah. with us. So, yeah, new friends. Yeah. New friends and old friends. Yeah. And, and plus, by the way, you know I'm not good at this stuff. So when we, we were really early, because last year for this same dinner... Um, as uh, Dennis was introducing us, I arrived. You walked up the stairs. It was a grand entrance. It yeah, was I don't like, think you Dennis know, didn't know I wasn't there. Maybe he doesn't know what I look like. But So this year we arrived early, and as a result, it was sort of awkward the other way because we arrived and there was nobody pretty there. much nobody there. So we didn't know where to sit. So we just sat where we thought I'd have to keep getting up and... You know, if we had to address the group or whatever, which, of course, we did. So I sat there, and then other people sat around us. Yes. And we sort of built from the front back. That was a lengthy explanation for no particular reason, but anyways, <laughs> it looks like a great group, and I'm I'm really yeah. excited. Yeah, we're um, we're yeah we are really excited. Lots of fun, so we're already planning. People are talking about what they want to do, what they don't want to do, and mm-hmm. hey, as long as there's room on that plane, the you know you you can. I don't know if you, can you still. I don't, I don't know. know. The hotel is pretty much. Uh, they said it's uh, almost at about ninety five percent. Yeah, it's at right? almost so, at capacity. So, but it's going to be a fun one. Another fun one. Lots of people reminiscing about the past couple of tri- trips. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, and uh, what is it? Minus thirty five with the wind chill out there right now. That's right. It's in the low thirties. So we'll say thirty three as an estimate. And I checked the uh, temp during the dinner last night. So whatever time that was, it started at six. I think the temp. At that moment in time in Mexico is 23. I'll tell you what it is right now. I put uh, the place we're going. Oh, right you've added Mexico phone. to your well, weather Wars. app? Yes, I have. Yeah, well, that's smart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. What, two goes 29? You 26 degrees. 26, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, that's yeah. going to be just lovely. So that's a great trip. Looking forward to it. Um, again, thank you to all our listeners who have come on previous trips and signed up again for this one and the new uh, guests that we met last night. And like you say, um, it's changing. It's evolving a little bit over the years because you're right. After the dinner and information session was over, uh, we hung out for a little while mm-hmm. uh, sort of reminiscing about things that happened on the last <laughs> two trips. <laughs> Fondly reminiscing. Uh, what are you going to do? Some, someone texted in, Hope Day in capital letters. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. We got it. All right. Um, let's get...
get to some business here. Interesting, and we're going to go yeah. just like backtrack just a little bit. I want to start with this. I know um, uh, Jess Spo this morning had uh, Brad Ferguson, the uh, the outgoing head of uh, Edmonton's Economic, Economic Development Corporation, on the show yep. today. They had their big impact luncheon yesterday right. afternoon, and so it was like thousand people down. What was it, the Shaw, and uh, talking about the future of Edmonton, and was his outgoing speech and kind of pushing for what he would like to see. You know, let's stop talking about a 2% growth. Let's let's do 4%. Mm-hmm. Let's just stop looking Alberta. Let's look, you know, worldwide. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, more diversification. Hey, it's great that, that we're up to $62 a barrel mm-hmm. of oil, but we all know, although it's easy to fall back into that dependency, it is, you know, let's take a look at, sure. at growing, diversifying. Let's not, let's not just hook ourselves to that card. But the thing that everyone really was talking about that came out of that luncheon yesterday was the impact video Mm -hmm. that seemed to touch everybody right in the fields. Narrated by Mike Riley. This is a city of grit and love. A work hard, play hard kind of place. We get up early. Man, it can be so dark. But that's what we got to do to compete. If you're born with a silver spoon or want to sit on the beach all day, This probably isn't your kind of place. People here work hard, study hard, work out hard to start a family. But we all stay here because we are part of building something, a community, a city. Not New York or Toronto or Calgary, definitely not Calgary. We're building a city that is weaved together with different colors and shapes and sizes. Like a medley, a soup, yeah, like turkey soup. We're the festival city, river city, Alberta's capital city, gateway to the north, a college town, a government town, a sports town, volunteer town, city of champions, definitely champions. Always champions. I wouldn't live anywhere else. Yeah, so there's that uh, mm-hmm. the audio from that video. It's two minutes. It was a great put together. You can check it out at the 630 Ched Facebook page. Mike Riley, our quarterback of the Edmonton Eskimos, voicing it. Was quite impressed with it. A lot of us are like, hey, you know what? He might have a side job there. You know what? Great choice. Yeah. And when I first heard of the video, I thought that Mike Riley made a small guest appearance in it. Yeah. I didn't realize that he narrated the entire video. And then I watched it, and I thought he was a great choice. What do you think about the messaging of that? Um, I like the messaging of that. I, I, I mean, it sort of echoes things that you and I have talked about here on this show, that you just have to be a little tougher than the normal person to to live in Edmonton. And I, like I say, every morning that I have to start my car or scrape you know, ice off my windshield or I put up with the construction or just... All of that, you just think, yeah, we're a we're a fairly tough lot. Yeah, and and I I really liked this video, and I I did for the most part um, like the messaging. I wonder though if we are downplaying a little bit the growing cosmopolitan nature of this city, how things have changed, especially in the past five years. You look at Ice District, you look at that new arena, everything that's going on downtown, all the great food scenes, the new bars, all of that, all the, 
yeah, all of these, you know, great little businesses that are starting up. Just how, again, just the cosmopolitan side of it, the shiny side, because I don't think we yeah. want to compare ourselves to Calgary. No, no. Which I think um, likes to portray itself as a little more shinier than Edmonton. You know, I would say to that that when we tell the story of Edmonton and we talk about the new arena or the new bridge or we talk about the expansion of the LRT mm-hmm. or we talk about, as you mentioned, the restaurants, um, and the nightlife. What you're not talking about there is the people. And I think, yeah, we have all of those things and, and we have messaged mm-hmm. and about all those things. But I think this specifically was about the people. About the people. You know, and just the, the fact that we get up when it's dark. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, more of a, a blue collar city, but, but not town. I mean, I liked the messaging and I liked the fact that We do all share that in common because I was thinking about this the other day. There was a story we didn't get to about construction downtown or where where was it? Yeah, it was like for the new um, the LRT line. Right. What so is it, 102 and 103 or something 102nd like that? 102nd Avenue closed for the next three years. It'll be closed between 96th Street and 103rd Street. That's a major route, right? And, I, you know, it's a, I, I don't know how to put this exactly, except that you hear that a major street in your city is going to be closed for three years, and I don't know what the reaction would be in Toronto if they closed down three blocks of Young Street, or in Calgary if they, you know, got rid of three blocks of McLeod Trail. But in Edmonton, we go, Dah! Yeah, what are you going right, to do? Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Just another one. Yeah. Some of your texts coming in this afternoon from Red Deer says, I think it's divisive, to be honest. All of Alberta is tough. Sure, but we don't have to tell everybody's story. That's the Edmonton Economic Development yeah. Corporation. So naturally, they're going it's to tell our story. story. I mean, Canadians in general are tough. Yeah. But this was our story as a city. Brought out of Grand Prairie, he says, that's brilliant. It makes me want to move back home. Uh, this one from Killam, Mike Riley for mayor, Mike Riley for mayor. And this one from Lashburn, I think that's our, our pal Sean out there. He didn't write it, but Mike Riley has just endeared himself to the whole city. Well put together. Yeah. Yeah, and you know something else is I keep saying that Mike Riley's a great choice for that. I think he's a great choice for a couple of reasons. The less obvious reason is that he's an American and not a Canadian, but he calls Edmonton home. And I like that because isn't that what Alberta and Edmonton are about? We I remember when you couldn't find a person actually born here. Mm-hmm. That's how long I've been living in Alberta. Everybody was from somewhere else, and to a great extent, many people are still from somewhere else. And they have their reasons that they came here, and they have the reasons that they stayed. And so I like that aspect of the story. And I'm just going to say it. I like the fact that it wasn't an oiler, because this town is more than just the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. And they get the, the front page, and they get the headline, and they get all the talk. But we are far more than just the Oilers. And you know what, though? Here's one more maybe facet to that as well is that we all know Mike Riley is the toughest guy in the CFL. Exactly. And when you're talking about being a a tough city, as a resilient city and and taking our punches and taking our hits and keep getting up, I thought Mike Riley was perfect for it. He's the epitome of that. I hadn't even thought of that, but you're absolutely right that he's the toughest quarterback I know um, and to have him say this is a tough town, so, I like it. So, curious, Chadville, we thought, you know, from this, um, e- in part of that video it talks about, I moved here in, you know, 1970, I moved here, and I think it was Jack Owen, World War II veteran Jack Owen, who just turned 100 this mm-hmm. past summer, yep. who said that he had moved here in 1927. Wow plays footsies with me <laughs> at the <laughs> Legion. He's such a character. That's weird. Uh, he's, he just, uh, he's just a great old, <laughs> uh, old fella. Uh, but 1927. So wondering, 
Why did you come here? When did you come here? Why did you come here? And I guess the third part is why'd you stay? You know, that's a great question. I moved here in 2000 for work, had no intention of staying in this city whatsoever, but it became home and um, I'm not leaving my home. Do you know, I think I came here in 92 or 93, but I came to Calgary. I mm-hmm. was transferred from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario by Algoma Steel. And when the plane was landing, <laughs> Um, they didn't give the announcement in both official languages, and it's still stra- stuck yeah. in my mind that where are we that they don't yeah. have to speak French? So that's changed, right? But there was this instant feel to Alberta, and I came during Stampede, yeah. so everybody downtown's wearing jeans and cowboy hats, and I just thought, man, I love so this province. You came here in 1992 yeah. for work. Why yeah. did you stay? Um, I stayed because I just... I mean, I built a home, I built a family here, and and I married an Alberta girl. But, I mean, I stayed because it has all the opportunities. You can be anything in Mm -hmm. Alberta, and, like, that's just how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. It's big enough to give you all the opportunities you might want, but small enough that you have a chance of actually achieving those goals. Chedville, when did you move here? Why'd you stay? Or Actually, when did you move here? Why did you come here? Why'd you stay? Let us know at 4960063. You can text us at 63030. We'd love to hear from you on it. Well, lots of great texts coming in. Just a couple of them before we get to the phone calls. Uh, I came in 20, 2005 because of an Edmonton girl. She's now my wife. That's from Gunther. And uh, moved from the East Coast 14 years ago, living in Cold Lake, love Edmonton and the city of champions. How That's about this one? I was going to Vancouver on the train, but after three days of drinking uh, with people, I got off in Edmonton in 1978 and never left. There you go. Uh, <laughs> lots of folks on the phone this afternoon. We'll, we'll start with Mark. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Good. Good. Why'd you come to Edmonton? I was born here. You were born oh, there you here. Go. So you're the guy. You're him. <laughs> In 1952, my dad was born here in 25. His dad was born here when it was the Northwest Territories, and his ancestors were one of the first settlers. Wow. Oh, wow. Shouldn't you own half the farmland in the province? (laughs) Maybe he has, and that's why he can can afford to stay, no problem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if we can go back and claim all the uh, the things that we developed, at one time, like Mill Creek area was yeah. named after a mill that ancestors had had built. And, um, Did you ever think about family, leaving, Mark? I went up to Grand Prairie for twenty-five years, but came home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> twenty-five years in Grand Prairie seems like a long time. Yeah, it what was. Did, what, did you kill a priest? You... But uh, you know, the family's been in Canada an awful long time yeah. too. So yeah, we go back to the. Uh, the 1660s in Canada. Oh. I get, you know, when uh, they do stats reports and what have you, and they want to know where you come from, <laughs> I always put Canadian, Canadian. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Mark, thanks for sharing. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a Bye-bye. good day. Uh, Ken's on the phone. Why'd you come to Alberta? Actually, I was born in Alberta. Okay. Hmm. But uh, my parents hauled us away in, uh, I was born in 63, Jasper of all places. Hmm. And then uh, my parents hauled us to Ontario, so I traveled around Ontario from Woodstock to London to Halliburton up to Porcupine up by Timmins. Yeah, I know exactly where that is. My first news anchor, my first co-anchor was from Porcupine. 
Ah, uh, yeah, the big metropolis. Yeah. <laughs> move from move from, a, move from, a, from the city of London, Ontario, to a town of 500. See, culture shock. <laughs> but then in uh, 78, the parents decided to go back to McMurray, to, to Alberta. So we came to McMurray and uh, endured uh, when we had real cold temperatures, where it would be minus 40 for a month at a time. Yeah. Mm. Grew up there and uh, found a wife and kids. Stayed there exactly 20 years. Then went down to Medicine Hat. Uh, from one end of the province to the other, it was too hot there. <laughs> and we've been in Lamont in Lamont now since 2002. And I'd never leave this province. You couldn't well, even clearly. Uh, like we, my daughter, uh, she's going to uh, Andrew knows this. She's going to school uh, for acting comedian in uh, in Vancouver. Oh and, yeah. Uh, so she moved from a town of 1500 to the city of Vancouver is doing quite well. Yeah. So from one one extreme to the other, but. Uh, yeah, BC is a nice place to visit, but I just couldn't see leaving Alberta. It's just Ken, Ken it's a place to be. I, I met so many people from so many different places, and to be honest, about 90 95% of them, you walk up to and start a conversation, I'll go for a beer, coffee, whatever, and you'll see them two years later, and you'll know who they are. Absolutely. Ken, hmm. thanks for the phone call. Great show, thanks. Yeah, take it easy. All right, we need to take a quick break here. Brian, Brenda, please hold the line. We'll get to all of your texts as well. 4960063, why did you move to Alberta? Why did you stay here? (laughs) Yeah. Curious to know, it follows that uh, impact video that uh, was released yesterday by Economic uh, Development uh, Edmonton, and specifically maybe Edmonton as well. Let us know. We'll talk more after this. Aging Conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chat, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. This is a city of grit and love. A work hard, play hard kind of place. We get up early. Man, it can be so dark. But that's what we got to do to compete. If you're born with a silver spoon or want to sit on the beach all day, this probably isn't your kind of place. People here work hard, study hard, work out hard, hurry hard, cheer hard. I moved here in 
wouldn't live anywhere else. Mike Riley uh, narrating a video that was shown at the impact uh, speech, uh, the farewell to outgoing uh, EEDC President uh, Brad Ferguson. We played it for you again. It's just so good. It's just so good. And I thought as I was listening to Mike Riley, I've lived in PEI, Nova Scotia, Ontario, Manitoba, and Alberta, Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't live anywhere else but here. And when he mentioned that, I know it's, you know, it's just my thing, but when he said Festival City, you know, I thought, where else, and maybe other places, but where else can a guy from Prince Edward Island mm-hmm. come into Edmonton and be the head of the Edmonton mm-hmm. Comedy Festival and have it embraced by the city? Yeah. Like, this is just a great place. Yeah, over and over again, we see stories like that and, uh, you know, and, and, and great little companies that have started yep. here that are getting bigger. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Bioware and Poppy Barley and, uh, you know, Yardstick and just everyone's just digging in and doing such great work. So we asked you, why'd you come here? Why'd you stay? Lots of texts coming in, lots of phone calls. Hi, Brian. Thanks for being patient. Hi, I'm Brian. Here. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. What's going on? <laughs> oh, just traveling down to Cowtown. Okay. Uh-huh. Someone asked you. So why'd you yeah. move here? I didn't move here. I was born here, actually. Okay. And... Uh, just want to say, I'll keep it very short, but just want to say that it's very nice to live dead center in paradise. <laughs> For sure. You know, I said earlier that there was a time where you couldn't meet somebody mm-hmm. from Alberta that was born and raised, and now we've had three yeah, calls callers, in a row yeah. that are all uh, homegrown Albertans. Hey, let me ask you a question. Uh, growing up in Prince Edward Island, if you weren't born there, you were from away. And uh-huh. it didn't matter if you lived there 50 years. You would still be introduced as, this is Andrew, he's from away. Uh-huh. Uh, you could be born on the ferry uh, minutes before it docked and you're still from away. Do you see people who came into Alberta as being from away or do you embrace them as new Albertans? No, I, I've always, uh, as a young fella. We would, um, where are you from? People are like, oh, well, I'm from Nova Scotia. I'm from here. I'm from there. Uh, where are you from? I'm like, from here. <laughs> we, I always like people to come to Alberta mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. they can experience our wonderful province. Yeah. yeah. I think there's there's um, been there's been a big change, certainly since I've been here over the past 17 years. When people found out I was moving to Edmonton, it's like, oh, Edmonton, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's different now. Well, it's way different. It's way different, don't you think, Brian? Well, I can tell you something that's different for me. I was, Andrew, you'll probably go with this. I was one of those ABC people. Yeah. Anybody but Calgary. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've changed. I, I I just like everybody and want everybody to do okay. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and that's it. Um, I'm I've listened to your program often and enjoy it and whatnot. Uh, I don't agree with everything all the time, but I'm a hunter and a fisherman and stuff like that. I uh, just love Alberta for those reasons. Brian, um, thank you for the we, phone call. Okay, I'm just going to go quickly. Okay. Um, we use but don't abuse in Alberta. Yeah, that's nice. I would Bye-bye. agree with that. Thanks, Thank you Brian. so much, Brian. Appreciate it. Uh, Brenda's been on hold here for a while. Brenda, you moved here from Thunder Bay. I did. <laughs> when I was 16 years old, I realized I didn't belong there. And then when I was 24, I was at the time I was living with a foreign student, and he moved out here. So I moved out here. 
and was my ticket out of Thunder Bay. <laughs> How many years ago was that, Brenda? Oh, I think I came out in about 82, right 82. at the end of the boom. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but I've never had a problem finding a job. You know, that I think that was why I stayed. Did you like it here immediately, Brenda? Um, I, I would have to say yes, just being out of Thunder Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know the feeling. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, but, you know, uh, I was living with a foreign student, and we were together another six years here, and then he went back to Iran. And I just stayed. Yeah, it was so easy to find a job. And no interest in leaving? Um, you know, I got sick when I was uh, mm. uh, 33. And so since I was... And I thought, no, I'm not going back to Thunder Bay. <laughs> you know, that was all my only other option. You know, so I thought, no, I'm going to stay. Very good. Do you know, it's funny, uh, because I'm trying to remember... And you could too, Jay. Like just your first impressions of Alberta and how you take it for granted now. But moving out from Ontario and me moving out from the Maritimes, um, I remember seeing a parking lot full of F one fifty or you know just mm-hmm. pickup trucks and thinking, oh, that must be a truck dealership. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, no, that's just Alberta. Yeah. Like the kind of things. To be honest with you, the kind of things that people sort of kid me about who aren't from Alberta. I wear like a badge. Yeah, it's a badge of honor now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the call, Brenda. Okay, thanks. Take it easy. I had never been out here before I moved out here. And I came up for the job interview. Tim Spellacy says, can you come out here for a job interview? And I showed up, I think, with leather pants on <laughs> and, a, and a jacket. I was like, what was that? I think on that one. Do you know, that's, that's but so funny. But I'd, yeah. I'd never been out here prior to that. I, I think we had been to... Banff, when I lived in Regina, my then husband and I went out for a hockey thing, but had never, ever been to Edmonton. And then moving here two weeks later, oh man, it was, uh, yeah, it was something else. Hey, Gary, you moved here, what, 14 years ago? Yes, Jerry. How you doing, guys? Good. Good. How are you? Good. Listen, I funny, gosh, you guys kill me when I go home. Hey, I listen to the radio 24 7 because. Well, I can do that, not my age, but, yeah. <laughs> um, you, but you guys, yeah, you just kill me when I drive home. I moved out here 14 years ago, and the reason why was I'm a tradesperson, I got tired of being on welfare, and I just packed up and left, and you know what? I never looked back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I tell you, it blew me away with the City of Champions, as how everybody gets involved with the hospitals, how everybody gets involved with the, the big Christmas push, how everybody takes kids takes care of people on the street. It blows me away how, how wonderful Edmund is. There you go, right? Yeah, and do you know what? You're right. I you get, talk about the volunteer community. Exactly. As soon as you talk yes. about that, right? I get blown away every year by Santa's Anonymous, and I get blown away every year by, like, the Fringe Festival and just all the stuff that we take for granted in Edmonton other cities are jealous of what we have here in Edmonton. Yes. And we, I don't know that we've always done a good job of telling our story. And certainly, like, you know, the, the, the arena and the bridge and all the other infrastructure that's made us look more metropolitan is great. Mm-hmm. But the story's been the same for a long time. This has been a great city for a long, long time. Oh. And we just haven't been good at telling our story. And Brad, you know for instance, done a good job of that. 
And you know what, Andrew? You came from the East Coast the same as I did. You yep. know what they're like? You know, they haven't got the motivation that these Edmontonian people do have. And it takes every kind of culture in the world to make a city a great city. And, you know, I'm proud to be here. I'm sorry I didn't move out here 40 years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Gary, there is, a, so, there is yeah. a difference. You're right. And I don't want to offend any Maritimers, yourself included. All right. but, but there is a difference. Like, Maritimers work hard and they work mm-hmm. long hours, right? But, you know, back when I was growing up, they worked hard and worked long hours to get the number of weeks they needed to uh, qualify for. Uh, UIC, right? Like it's yeah. just—it's just a different place, and they—they they just understand how that stuff works better, or or they need to understand how that works better because they don't have the economy that we have out here, and that's the biggest thing. You get out here and just realize what a big industry oil is, and oh. what a big—you know—like everything's just so big here compared to what you grew up with. If you're, and, you know, from yeah. our part of the world. And the opportunity out here for everybody, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, I had to draw one welfare check, and I swallowed my pride. I sold everything I had, and I had enough just to get out here. And like I said, I, it's been nothing but all good to me, and I never look back. Gary, great to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and thanks for calling in. You betcha, Jay. Take care, Andrew. Take it easy. Okay, let's take a quick break here. We have uh, hundreds of texts to go through. Uh, why'd you move here? Why did you stay at 4960063? You can text us at 630-630 as well. Hey, why'd you move here? Why did you you stay? And you know, you said a moment ago that you had not been out to Alberta before you moved here. And I had come out for the summer to work with the Alberta Forest Service firefighting and didn't make it through the whole summer because I flipped over to uh, work in rigs because I met somebody in a bar on my two days off. And I'd forgotten about that whole thing. I left Alberta. When they gave me the opportunity to transfer to Alberta, I actually could have chosen a couple of other possible uh, destinations. And I chose Alberta because, again, I can't put my finger on why it was, except that I thought this was the most different place I'd ever seen. Like, I, I, I don't know how to put it into words. It was just, it felt like it was metropolitan and unspoiled all at the same time. Patricia's on the phone. Patricia, you came here in, what, 1961? Yes. Why? Uh, well, uh, my fiancé, I got engaged and we came out here. I came to my uncle. Uh, we weren't married. And then that was in April, and then we went back to Ireland and got married in, six, in September of the same year. Then and what we you- came back here, and I have lived here ever since. Nice, and, and so you, st- and that's why you came. Why do you stay? I mean, what is, you know, help me put it in words because I don't. I live here and I can't put it in words. What is it that you love about this place? Oh, there's no rain. <laughs> Sorry, what? No rain. <laughs> no rain. <laughs> yeah. It's just a good place. It's uh, friendly, and uh, you're not, uh, you know, neighbor to neighbor. You're not. Uh, what do you call it? You don't judge anybody. Yeah, I know what you mean. Maybe you're helping me. You're all helping me try and put it in my own head. I spend a lot of time, or used to spend a lot of time in Toronto because it's the hub of everything Mm -hmm. in Canada. And I could never understand what people loved about Toronto because it's much bigger than us and it's more metropolitan and it has more things. Mm. But But 
I don't love it. I've In never, fact, never, I don't like see, being there. If I never go to Toronto again, I'm fine. I've never been a, a fan of, of Toronto. Yeah, it just feels like it's warehousing a whole bunch of people on top of each other, and it doesn't have a vibe that I can put my finger on, and... I don't, you know, I know it's a great city, and I know it's got all kinds of opportunity and everything else. But there's something about the size of Edmonton that I like. Like I said a moment ago, mm-hmm. big enough that you're in a city, small enough that you feel like you're in a town, and it still has that feel of. It's not hard to get to know a lot of people in Edmonton. It's not. Almost everybody's connected to somebody else in this city. It just feels like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like it just feels like a really small city or big town. Patricia, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. And Dominic, hello, Dominic. Hello, Jay. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, we immigrated as a family back in 1967 in June. So it was a 100th year anniversary of uh, Canada when we came to Canada. And where did you come from? From Italy. Ah. I was a, I was a 12-year-old uh, boy. We came in June, and of course, June, July, August, and even into September, the weather was, you know, almost the same as it was in Italy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in September, we started school, and come October sometimes, and uh, we started getting a little bit of snow. And we didn't really know what snow was like, other than maybe an inch of snow, more like Vancouver, where it came, and a day later, it would melt away and, you know, disappear. Well, come October, we had uh, went to school with you know, your normal clothing and a pair of Well, while we were in school, it started uh, snowing. And by the time we uh, went home after school, we probably had six, seven, eight inches of snow on the ground. <laughs> well, of course, this was really crazy. Walking in the snow, like, it was really tough. <laughs> anyway, finally, finally made it home. I went to my mom, and uh, I went to mom, and I started crying. I said to her, I says, I don't want to live here. I want to go back to Italy. This is too cold. I don't like the snow. I just cried and cried and cried, you know. But she, you know, hugged me and she says, you know, this is home from now on, so you better get used to it. So sure enough, the next day, Dad, or maybe it was that same night, Dad took, took us to the store or to a uh, store to buy boots for us, toques, and gloves. Well, the first thing, you know, uh, that they started look, we started looking at was toques. And I looked at my dad, I said, what the heck is a toque? <laughs> I had no idea what a toque was. And then rubber boots, or boots, you know, for winter, so we keep our feet warm. And I said, boots? They have warm boots in my life. So I thought, this was really, really strange. <laughs> gloves we knew, because we always had gloves, you know, played around and, you know, got dirty with gloves and stuff like that. But it was so unusual. But uh, like I said, I, I got used to the weather. I, I don't care. I still love the weather now as it is, and uh, I call myself a, a true Canadian. I'm uh, a loud and proud uh, national anthem singer, no matter what event goes. Good job. And every time the national anthem, I cry in my life, and my wife laughs at me all the time because mm-hmm. I cry all the time when the national anthem sings. And we both sing out loud all the time, no matter where we are. <laughs> Good we, for you. I fly a Canadian flag all the time in front of my house. I've been doing it for forever, ever since I can remember. Fly a Canadian flag all the time. In my neighborhood where I live, I'm the only guy that has a Canadian flag. I have a pole that's about 25 feet high <laughs> with a, a, the rope that I can uh, raise up my uh, flag. Oh, you've got an actual flag you. pole. Wow, that's something else. Oh, oh, yeah, I've, I've just got that. the one hanging like off the little one. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm a, I'm a proud Canadian. I uh, lived in uh, Edmonton for um, 42 years of my life. Uh, a diehard uh, Oiler and Edmonton Eskimo uh, uh, fan. I had season tickets for 18 years for the Eskimos. 
from uh, 1970 to 88, I think it was. And then uh, uh, something happened in my life, and uh, uh, I had to uh, drop my uh, ticket. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, 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 eight years ago, I moved to Camrose because I retired from the city of Edmonton and uh, moved to Camrose. But I still consider myself an Edmontonian. And to this day, you know, my kids and, you know, family, friends, are all in Edmonton. We go to Edmonton on a regular basis, but now I live in Camrose. But I still consider myself an Edmontonian. Dominic, great to hear from you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great, great show, by the way. And uh, enjoy um, um, Mexico next week or whatever. Well, we'll try. Yeah, we'll whatever. try hard, Dom. For you, we'll try. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, leaving, I'm leaving for Cuba on uh, Friday for two weeks. So oh, nice. I'll miss, I'll, I'll miss your show, though, because I listen to you guys every day. Well, I'm thank a, I'm you. A truck I'm a truck driver, so I listen to you guys well, from morning till night until I'm done. I, but I, I never miss your show, so uh, I'm going to miss you guys. But enjoy your vacation in Mexico, and uh, I hope to see you or hear you guys, uh, you know, in a couple weeks from now. Awesome, Sounds Dominic. Have a great that. trip to Cuba as well. Quickly, some of the texts that are coming in. You know what? I uh, came in 2011 for work and was going to take my money and run, but I fell in love with a born and raised Edmontonian girl. Bought a house together in Beaumont in 2015. Alberta is my new home now. My parents brought us here in 1960. Great opportunity for us and our children and now our grandchildren, says Chris. Hi, guys. Came here from Hamilton for work on January 15th, 1995. Cold to stay that year. All up from there stayed because of work opportunities. That's from Jamie. <laughs> and this one, uh, I don't know that you read it, but uh, born in 73 in Banff. Did you read that one? No. Nope. But I was raised in the Kootenays, yuck, D.C. <laughs> uh, but I moved here to E-Town in the spring of 2001, came here for the money, and you know what? I stayed here for the money. <laughs> Couldn't find gainful employment in B.C. Go Oilers, says Dan. I'm born and bred in Alberta. I'll be 48 in a couple of weeks. Beautiful province, great people, great opportunities. Wouldn't live anywhere else. Albertans are tough. And from Red Deer, Howdy moved to Calgary in 79, arrived December 15th by train from Ontario. Calgary was 35 below, huge mounds of snow everywhere, next day plus nine. Unbelievable. Came to work in the oil field camps and did that for 40 years. Wow, well, born and raised, my father, myself, and my two sons, all born to, uh, at the Royal Alex. Love Edmonton. That's just it, too. My kids were born at the Royal Alex, yeah. both of them, and the two up here, anyways. And my wife is an Edmontonian, yeah. born and raised. So I'm the only outsider in my yeah, house. Yeah, well, me too. And <laughs> And finally, born here, stayed here because my heart is frozen here. <laughs> Where else can you go and experience every wonder of nature, every race of people, and every freedom to be who we are? Love it, and I would never, ever leave. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.